When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of the great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you could like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, Game source, of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out the man himself, Ox1947, a.k.a. Joe Sorrell, today at LakersBall.com. Also want to go ahead and mention that you can have your lawn transformed by Ox1947 today if you live in the Southern California area, and you can do that at Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. Plus our good friends at Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out Jamie Sweet. And Laker Tom, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there at Lakerholics.com. Plus our good friends at the Hoop Pets Podcast Network. And a big shout also to our good friend John McCallion on his own channel, the John McCallion channel on YouTube. And if you could subscribe to our channel, his channel, and go ahead and like, share, and do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. And all of our good friends, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, the Lakers... After that terrible, terrible overtime loss to the Celtics, needed to regroup, but in the midst of the waiting for the next game to happen on Friday against the Denver Nuggets, got some bad news for the Golden State Warriors, which might mean good news for the Lakers. Steph Curry is going to be out several weeks with a shoulder injury, and that might change the trajectory of a couple teams at the back end of the Western Conference. And one of those teams that could be affected in a positive way, if they get their gear on right and get into a positive mindset, is the Los Angeles Lakers. And it needed to start with some wins. And tonight against the Denver Nuggets, it looked like it was going to be a very competitive game. Only down by one at the half, even after a 20-2 to two run by the Denver Nuggets. Austin Reeves carried them in the second quarter. And please, can we just not have the MVP chance? I just really do not want to hear the MVP chance for Austin Reeves. He's playing well. Please let it go with the MVP chance. But he did play well in the second quarter. The Lakers did go very well against them. Just their defensive issues right there. 65, actually 65-64 at the half. But unfortunately, some bad news as the second half, 
a right foot injury sustained in the first half by Anthony Davis kept him out in the second half, which on normal circumstances with a guy who's playing like an MVP would spell doom for the Los Angeles Lakers. But you know what? The Lakers took charge in late the third quarter with a big run and sustained that with an even more bigger run halfway through the fourth quarter. Some good moves as far as some decisions made on some substitutions. I do want to take the fact that Darvin Ham should get some credit for playing Max Christie ahead of Kendrick Nunn in the rotation. The bench had did an outstanding job outscoring the Denver bench by almost 40 points right there for you. So that's a really a great sign. Thomas Bryant stepped up defensively. He was still outmatched by Nikola Jokic, but his hustle on the offensive end really helped out and transition, transition, transition really helped the Los Angeles Lakers. As I always say, that's the best point in time when the Lakers are really going strong and they win pulling away in the fourth quarter, 126 to 108. And here today, along with the greatest Lakers fast break chat room that's out there, there is no better Lakers chat room than the Lakers fast break. It's a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today as Ox1947 at, of course, LakersBall.com. It is Joe Soro. Joe, again, a very strong win. They needed this. I don't want to say they got somewhat energized by another team that's just directly above them having some ill fortune. And I'm hoping Steph Curry does get back into the lineup whenever he can, but it looks like he's going to be out some weeks, but that did have to give the Lakers a little sign that says, Hey, you know what? If we just get on just even a little bit of the roll or just even get to 500 by the end of the year, we can get back in the plan and look maybe even towards a playoff seed. Well, it would, it's helped. It, it, this was the first game uh, for the season where the role players really, really picked up the team. Uh, it was just beautiful to watch. You saw every chance for, for Reeves. Come on. Uh, I think, I think the Laker fans are a little bored right now. Uh, Please. And, and delusional. Uh, you so think? I'll, I'll, I'll give them, I'll give them a little bit of, a rope here or a leash. Just play. Let the kid just play. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I, it just irritates I, me, Joe. I, I, it irritates I, me. I saw this game tonight. As why, you guys... weren't they chan- why weren't they chanting Thomas Bryant MVP, MVP, MVP? Because he was playing so well. You know, we, just, we it love, irritates me. We, we love our Kurt Rambuses. I, I know I get This that. has been, As this has why, been. But, I this wasn't is, chanting MVP, MVP, MVP as he was, as he was getting clotheslined by Kevin McHale. We, we love our, our Kurt Rambuses, Kurt Rambus, Alex Caruso, our boy now, Austin Reeves. It is what it is. We're just going to have to accept it. And Reeves has been the most consistent role player uh, this season. And then we saw we got a chance to see Max Christie come out of his shell a little bit there and I gotta admit man the, the little run he had on defense and offense helped kind of ignite that team in the third quarter when they Denver kind of came out and was like oh man is this going to be another third quarter a typical Laker third quarter and then Thomas Bryant turned into I don't know Akeem Olajuwon Patrick Ewing I'm like whoa whoa what's going on here but his and- hustle Especially in transition, where he was beating Nikola Jokic up and down the floor, that was really yeah. It, it looked like, and I'm not trying to discredit the Lakers' effort in this game. I'm, I'm, 
I'm going to say they're – I think Denver didn't expect this kind of performance from the second unit guys and the role players. Yeah. And they kind of – I don't know. They, they looked like they kind of checked out towards the end of the third, and they really never recovered in the fourth. Lakers were playing stout defense. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but Denver looked like they were playing on a on a on a back to back, not just a back to back, back to back to back, and they looked like they just want to go home. But that sometimes happens in a eighty two game season, and you know a game in December before the holidays. So, but I'm I'll take it. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I was quite surprised that they were able to extend the lead through without the AD. Fourth, without AD and. My hope is usually foot injuries are not a good sign that the that that, that they're going to come back quick. I'm hoping that he stubbed something instead of maneuvered something on his foot. If that's the case, then we should see him in the next game. But it was nice to see them pick up the slack a little bit. And this is what we've been talking about on the show is the reason why it's so hard to win these games is whenever AD or LeBron are not in or are not the focal point, or can't rest is, you know, can these guys kind of pick up the slack in an 82-game season? And they really haven't until tonight. Tonight was really the first time I can I, – I really felt comfortable, even even at the eight-minute mark. I was like, you know what? I don't I don't know if they're going to lose this thing. They just look like they got a, an extra step tonight, and Denver's got two steps behind them. Uh, and I'd watched this game, by the way, Gerald, I, you know, before we got on air, I told you, I watched this game in three phases. One, in a bar in San Diego. Two, in my truck, on my phone. And then we're at towards the end when I got home. And that right there is why uh, my participation is so difficult on the playbacks is because I can only do so much as one person. So technology has allowed me to use these resources to watch the game and then obviously allow us at the end of the game to come here and not miss a beat. And so God bless the internet. God bless smartphones. And God bless the TV contract for the Lakers with DirecTV or Sportsnet because, man, I don't know how the heck we would be able to do this show with all this beautiful technology. So those who say they don't, they wish of, you know, the past and all this stuff, forget all that. I'm very happy being where we are right now. And obviously we're all really, really happy right now with winning a game that I thought we had a good chance in. And the Lakers actually, you know, kind of won the game like they were supposed to win it. I will say, first off, Richard, Z, great to have you here. Hello, great to have you here. Everyone, great to have you here as far as the Lakers fast break. Looks like, Richard, you've been working really hard, 16-hour shifts. More power to you. We wish you and everyone out there in the chat all the best, especially this holiday season. Want to again mention that the Lakers did win, pulling away 126-108. to 108. No worries. We are always welcome to just have you here whenever you can make it by, Richard. So no problem. We know you're working hard out there. but. Thanks so much for watching listening when you can. It is, once again, the Lakers fast break. I do want to mention Dave McMenamin on Twitter just posted that Darvin Ham termed Anthony Davis injury a foot issue, quote-unquote. He said x-rays were administered at the arena tonight and that the team would have more information on Davis's injury tomorrow. So just wanted to go ahead and make sure that is known by everyone out there. 
Hopefully, if that's the case, we'll retweet it for you at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter. But I just wanted to mention that. I also want to mention that uh, real quickly, I did just sort of kind of glanced over it about Max Christie coming in. He hit a couple key shots for the Lakers, really looked uh, pretty good in his short time out there, plus 15, couple three-pointers. The thing was, he played above none. He was moved above none. It was announced before the game on Twitter by Dave McVenman that he would be moved above none in the rotation for today's game because he had been playing very well at South Bay. And that's something I think that a lot of uh, coaches don't really remember is that when you bring a guy up who's on a two-way, who's been, been really on a hot streak, it's important to get him into that game to see if he's worth something, especially if he's been on a hot streak somewhere else, like in the G League per se. So I really like that fact that he was able to utilize Max Christie's uh, current hot streak to some effectiveness here in the game. Also as well was able to go ahead and get good minutes out of Thomas Bryant and of course Austin Reeves and Russell Westbrook giving you very solid contributions off the bench. Russell Westbrook with a triple-double, 15 points, 11 rebounds, 12 assists, plus 25. Austin Reeves, the new MVP of the NBA, according to the LA fans, 16 points, 4 rebounds, and a plus 26. And, of course, Thomas Bryant with 21 points and 6 rebounds. Again, they outscored the bench of Denver by 40 points, which was the big key to this game. You know, it's it's interesting. Max Christie, I, I look at the shot. I look at the shot, especially for someone like Max Christie, who is drafted because of his shooting ability. I I look at that shot a little bit more in depth. That guy did not miss. He missed. I should say he hit nothing but net on those shots. Two of five on threes. Those those two shots that went in at, at that particular time those were massive momentum shifting shots. He didn't even hit the rim. That's how, how, how what is it, Shaq? What does Shaq say? Even though I don't know what the hell that sound is. And to me, a net doesn't sound like that, but that's how he says it. But those two shots, we've talked about this, about the shots in the second, third, fourth quarter. And you even corrected me on, 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 on something a few shows ago. And I have to admit I was wrong and, kind of contradicted what the, myself. Did, did you just say you have to admit you were wrong? Yeah, I was wrong. I was, I was right wrong. on? And you were, you were dead on that because I, I kind of, sh- that that was kind of the whole philosophy of of what I would say. And then all of a sudden, I, I think I must have made a mistake in terms of what I was thinking. And you're like, no, 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 you said this. And I'm like, I, I remember after we got off air, I'm like, wait a minute. I totally screwed that up. Ger- Gerald caught me on that one. <laughs> But again, the, the momentum shifting plays, you know, how that plays a part in this. And of course, his defense, that block or that, I should say, kind of uh, distraction that led to the offensive rebound and then a and then Russell Westbrook scoring that those those are the plays where the role player becomes a a, a earning of the win an earning of a championship. You know, we look back on championship teams, okay? Guys like uh, KCP, guys like Kuzma, guys like Rick Fox, guys like B. Shaw. Yeah, they're not Shaq. They're not Kobe. But these guys are just as important to, to the, in terms of getting to that last win, to win the game, to, to the last part of it. 
they're just as important. Otherwise, you know, it's still a team game at the end of the day. And you got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, and I'm just happy to see a, a rookie come in and, and, and finally kind of make his mark here. And it really did help. I really, really, really feel like that was a, a, a turning point in the game. And they never looked back after that. They were pretty much in control the whole way. When it comes to, though, Max Christie, it wasn't because what it was a potential thing. That's And Z noted that, you know, he was a, projected to be a first round pick for this upcoming draft. But he came out early. And he went into the second round. And when it came to judging him, it wasn't by off of results because he was he was lousy at Michigan State off of the three-pointers. But his free throw shooting percentage was good. And how was his stroke? His stroke looked like something that was clean. It was pure. It was, you know, if you see the foundations of a good shot can be there with the right work and the right attitude you can see potential of him becoming a big contributor in this league. So the potential is there as a six, six guard who can play good defense. If he just gets a little bit stronger, I see some good things down the road for him possibly if he continues to project that well, but he had been playing very well at South Bay. So I think that was the reason why he was inserted ahead of none rotation. And that was a big key to what happened down the stretch to pull away from the nuggets tonight. Yeah, Nunn seems to be at a crossroads in his career at the moment. You would have thought there would be some motivation to really go another level up, being that it's a contract season. I thought that might have played a part in him possibly being a contributor to this team. Last year, he obviously had the injury excuse. This year, he wasn't injured. He was available. I thought, you know what? I'm going to assume I'm not at the practices. Unfortunately, I can't get in there, but I'm assuming that maybe he's looking at, hey, if I play really well here and help this team and they do need my help, you know, maybe I can get my next big contract. Unfortunately, Kendrick Nunn is just not being, is not effective at this point. And you might as well just play the young guys and see what they got. And tonight we, we got the benefit of that with Max Christie and, uh, the, the, the latter parts of the fourth quarter, I think the most encouraging part of this was LeBron didn't have to expend too much energy. And then when it was time to kind of close the game, he had enough to close the game. And that's pretty much what he did. He did play 36 minutes, which I am not comfortable with. But he had to, no choice. But he not. had to. And I think if AD had played, he might have played maybe 30, 32 minutes, which I would say is okay i still would prefer him to play 28 to 30 but it is what it is and i think even lebron has come to the realization that there's gonna need to be some stroke of luck the rest of the way there's gonna need to be some health luck on our side which at this moment is not working out i'm hoping that ad isn't permanently out for a while if he is we're gonna have to go into every game until he comes back hoping that the role players can do what they did tonight. I know that uh, Richard, you're talking about possible trade uh, assets because as of the 15th, 88% of the league is now trade eligible. According to Bobby Marks, he posted that yesterday and I thought that was a great conversation. So yesterday started unofficially the trade talk time period where teams will start really ramping up the trade talk. I know Cam Reddish's name has been out there, but, you know, they don't even play him regularly on their rotation. So if the Lakers are interested in Cam Reddish, they better not give up a whole lot. 
And when you're talking also about what you're saying about Kuzma, because Kyle Kuzma's name has also appeared in rumors, I don't mind bringing him back as a, a fan favorite of mine, but got to remember the kid can't shoot very well from the outside. He will shoot a lot from the outside, but doesn't shoot it well. He plays outstanding defense and rebounds much, you know, so much better than what he did when he first started. Plays, you know, remember we, he was just like a matador on defense and could not rebound worth a darn when he first started in this league. And now he's totally the opposite. Still can't shoot very well, but that I don't know how much that helps our team overall. It brings us a little bit more depth, obviously, especially the way he's playing, but I just don't know how it doesn't help your spacing. And that's one thing the Lakers still need because you see them, you know, in the times that they struggled in tonight's game was in the half court was being able to go ahead and, you know, work on things that they need to do in a half court. And one of the things that that was hurting them was their spacing issue. If I know, I hope you noticed that Joe, when you were at your three different spots tonight that you were watching the game from is that, you know, when they're out in transition, if they can go ahead and push the ball and push the pace, as I have stressed, at nauseum on the show, no matter how Laker Tom or anybody else tells me, they just got to shoot three pointers more than they got to worry about transition. Transition is the key because you see in the half court, they really still struggle with their spacing issues. There's no spacing because well, there's no threat of a consistent outside shot. Yeah. Now the so other I don't know problem, how much Kuzma really helps with Kuzma that can't shoot at at this moment. He's he's a streaky shooter. He is a uh, a player that is still got some room to improve. He obviously has the stats physically to be a an eye candy uh, type player, like a six ten long player, which is ideal, right? An ideal small forward is a six ten lanky guy who can move which is what Kuzma is. The problem with Kuzma is he's just too inconsistent shooting the ball, which is, a, which I mean, if he could do that at a 40 to 42% clip, he could even become an all-star if he could do that, but he's just not that guy. He does play good team defense. We saw that during the 2020 title run. He at least made up for his deficiency, missing open shots with good defense. And he's got a great attitude. I, I really, really, really like, Kyle Kuzma. I think he's a good person and I think he's good for a locker room and I I, I, I like him and, I, and he has some talent but this team unfortunately still needs depth up front even as nice as Tom Thomas Bryant played tonight. Thomas Bryant would be the quintessential backup center, backup power forward whatever and it would go it would be he would be so valuable as a bench big it would be Game changing, but he is not a starter type that won't work. So now the Lakers have to really evaluate what they're really truly going to do. And then maybe they have is I, I'm, I'm thinking Le, uh, Rob and Jeannie are sitting back going, you know, if we're going to be playing this merry-go-round of, 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 of AD getting hurt and LeBron getting hurt every now and then, then why would we risk assets? to get a Reddish, to get a Kuzma, to get a role player that really at the end of the day won't really make that much of a difference in terms of a championship. It's a really, really tough spot. It's a really, really tough spot. And I'm not trying to keep Jeannie and, and, and Rob out of the problem here. 
the, the, the reason why we're in this is because of them and their way, the way they've managed it. So what I'm assessing now is the current position. I'm not thinking about what they've done in the past. It's already done. I'm not going to – we've talked about it about that at nauseum. I don't want to talk about that unless, of course, the questions come from our, our audience about it. As of right now, what players are they going to get? And I say players, not one, probably not even two. It's going to likely be three or four that would, they would be able to bring in with the current assets they have, meaning expiring contracts and draft picks. Who could they get to where they're like, you know what, if AD can somehow navigate through the season, LeBron can navigate through the season, and they're healthy for the playoff run, could these two, three, or four guys get us on a run? Does that really happen in the NBA? I don't know. I'm at a question mark at that point. I just don't know. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. So you would watch the Tomorrow War before the Matrix? Yes. If you forced me down, I was tied into a chair, and I had to watch one thing, I would say the Matrix Resurrections really funny yeah because of all the cut scenes i could remember what a good movie was like (laughs) (laughs) well played sir well played yes that's the only reason for the flashbacks to remind you what a good matrix movie was that's the pop culture cosmo show and the pcc multiverse catch our shows on worldwide radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts zangerstein says uh, she says Joe, I get what you're saying, but it's better to do something because that's a step instead of doing nothing. I don't, I'm not going to argue against it. Uh, you know, it's, it's a battle of attrition. Did you hear that, Z? He's not only not going to argue with you, well, not, he I, actually I said I was with, right. Look, all in the same episode. Hold on, you guys are going crazy on this. I'm not going ar- to argue against logic. You guys should know this by now. I'm kidding you. I'm, we're both kidding you. We're both kidding you. We just got to give you some stuff, man. Yes, I, 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 I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying. I don't care about. Look, what's right is right. You ever heard that term? A lot of the old gangsters used to use it. What's right is right. It has nothing to do with Gerald Glassford, or Richard, or Zanger, or me. What's right is right. Hey, if you guys got a, an opportunity to make this team a competitive team in the playoffs. Hey, we're all going to support it. But what is the likelihood of that happening? We don't know at this moment. We're going to have to probably wait. And as far as my me being in a good mood, I guess the Lakers winning will always put me in a good mood. But guys, you have to understand what we've been talking about here, okay? If, 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 if the Lakers are doing things right, we're going to express it. There's nothing tonight that I saw that shouldn't be in any way putting anyone in, 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 in any other thing but a good mood. They played very well tonight. The bench, the, the role players, LeBron, even AD to a certain extent. I mean, I think Russell Westbrook was a plus 26. Reeves yes. was a plus 25. Look, yes. you got to give credit where credit is due. When you stink, we're going to tell you you stink. When you're great, we're going to tell you you're great. It's just analyzing what we're watching. 
Got nothing to do with the mood, guys. I'm a pretty happy guy throughout the day. I will, you know, unleash because I'm a human being too. Sometimes I'm frustrated with certain things that I wish would go my way. But ultimately, I'm. we're going to try to analyze what we're watching and not be this just one-way thing and just be about one thing just because it maybe might be more entertaining. Once again, it's the Lakers pulling away from the Denver Nuggets, 126 to 108 in the fourth quarter, just really just took over. Like you said, uh, I know LeBron had to come in real quickly. I only took a short break, came in right around the seven-minute mark, and that's when they took off from there and really pulled away from the Nuggets. And that that's great. That was awesome. That was something I was concerned about because it got to a point where it was in double digits. And, you, you know, there was a point where it was around 13, 15, where the Lakers, you know, it felt that same way against the Celtics as it did in the fourth quarter with the Celtics, where, you know, the Lakers were hit by 13 and against the Celtics. And you were like, oh, they can only score that one more basket. That should be enough. And they didn't. And ultimately, we know what happened there. Here, they were up by 13 to 15. And you're like, just think yourself, if they could just get that one more basket, that'll just, you know, put it over the top. It'll take the wind out of the sails of, of the Denver Nuggets and really just, you know, drive home the fact that we're going to go ahead and take this game. And actually, we ended up getting it. Trans- a couple transition points later, a couple, tra- you know, a couple baskets later. And there you go. That's what we needed to get was really a strong statement at the end of the game of us pulling away. I really think that was a, a really helpful thing for the entire team. And to do it without AD in the second half was really a strong showing. I, I didn't sense any of the Celtic feeling in this game. Heck, I didn't even feel it even with three and a half minutes left in the Celtic game. I told you on the last show, the the the, the play that cost us the Celtic game was that inbound uh, blunder that gave the Celtics, I think it was Marcus Smart. The reason why I don't know what, what happened really was they were showing replay, so we didn't. I didn't really see the play. But that play is really, in my opinion, the, the button on what created that run. Had they not done that, I think the Lakers would have probably ended up winning that game. And it's those things where the focus of this team, the little intricacies of things that we've been pointing out, and it, and it goes to not just the role players. I'm talking about the main guys. Those little details is in this in today's NBA, especially in today's NBA, where no lead is safe. Those little details will cost you a game. They will cost you a game, and not only will it cost you a game, you will get blown out before you even know it. That's just what it is right now. It's just what it is. And I, when they were kind of getting smacked around in the in the first the beginning of the third quarter, I was going through this mindset because I obviously heard that AD wasn't going to come back. I, I went into this whole mode in my head of what are we going to start talking about when it comes to the NBA? What are we really going to start dissecting? Because when you sense a problem, you need to now find, you need to do some research and figure out what's going on here. Why were there only five people that played 82 games last year in a era where medicine, technology, and therapy is at its highest in human history. I was really thinking about that at the beginning of the third quarter. It obviously shifted as I was, you know, 
seeing that they were starting to get things together and they were starting to get the lead and it extended it and then it never relinquished it. Then I started getting in the mode where I'm just paying attention to the basketball. But I'm really trying to understand what's going on here. There was always injuries in the NBA. I'm not saying there wasn't. But I just can't figure out what is the problem right now. Is this is it stress? Is it the fact that it's a faster game? Is it the fact that it's got more uh, possessions? I really want to understand this. And this might be a really good segment that could be a, just its own show to figure out what is the difference between the 90s player, the 2000 player, and the 2010 player versus now. What is going on here? What changed? That's that's actually the other part of this discussion that I was thinking about while the game was going on. I mean, well, when it comes to the evolvement of basketball itself and, and, and the basketball game, the game of basketball, it just seems to me that it's evolved so much from the time I first see, saw it, first started seeing it to what it is now. In many ways, I think it's gotten better. In some ways, you could say it's 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 changed, maybe not for the best. But for most parts of it, I think it has changed for the better. I love it as far as more of a free-flowing game. I love the advent of the three-pointer. I know you're not a big fan as fan of it as I am, but I am I'm all for anything that's going to increase the scoring. And that's, for me, is just something that I think it's been better. I know that, like you said, it's come at the risk of fundamentals, which has been very sad to see. If I see one more guard or one more forward, you know, pass up a one foot layup to go ahead and pass it out for a, a what a twenty foot three pointer, that that to me is going to make me sick. But for the most part, I think that, like you said, uh, things have evolved and changed. And for me, I think it's evolved and changed for the better in most ways. I just don't know. I don't. I, I in terms of the scoring, in terms of the the ability to be, I guess, more potent on offense. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that the rules enhance that as well. But I'm still in, in complete confusion of what is going on in the NBA and why players are not able to play 82 games a season. I don't understand it. You're talking about, I'm, I'm trying to compare it into my head. What is in the most brutal era in the 1990s, I don't remember players missing games unless they had debilitating injuries. Everyone played 82 games if they could. In this era, it's almost like, you know, the an eclipse if you play 82 games and you're available every game. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. I that 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 was a, that was what was going on in my head on my way home before watching the game. Before we obviously went on to the show, is what is going on here? What is the deal? And what is this something that can be solved? I just don't understand it. Well, I will say, though, that for the game that we did see today, a lot of encouraging signs, uh, you know, obviously coming off the devastating loss at Boston. And if they're still feeling it from last week at Philadelphia as well, not being able to go ahead and and take it down the stretch. But I, I do say that today's performance was the kind of performance that we should have gotten also on, on Tuesday as well with the game, you know, us pulling away in the fourth quarter. And they only just got one more basket in that fourth quarter against Boston, man. And Philadelphia only gotten a free throw. My gosh, things would be so much different. But I will say right now, the Lakers are right now after today's victory, 12 and 18. 
How it sits out in the standings right now is the Lakers are still in 12th place in the Western Conference, but they're only a game and a half out of the playing game. Let's put the good news right there for you. They're only a game out of 13th seed, Golden State, which did just lose Stephen Curry for an amount of weeks. We're not sure what the amount of weeks are. He doesn't need surgery, which I'm, I'm thankful for for him as an NBA fan. You don't want to see him out of the lineup too long. But, you know, this we don't even know how long AD might be out of the lineup, especially with two games coming up against Washington and Phoenix. So we've got our own injury things to worry about. We're, hopefully we'll know more tomorrow when they give an initial, you know, the official announcement. They might do an X-ray again. They might go ahead and do an MRI. Not sure what they're going to actually do, but they already did an X-ray on site, but they haven't given us any determination of how bad or the extent of what the injury is for the right foot of Anthony Davis. So all I can say right now is that the Lakers do have a chance if AD can come back or if the Lakers can continue playing like this to gain some ground on the Western Conference. Well, I will bet my sweater that AD will not be playing on Sunday, regardless of what the prognosis is and don't ask for a sweater because he'll just go to some uh, garage sale pick one up and then just give it to yes you. i am the garage sale type very good very good there g i how did i figure i i don't i don't fear sunday's game i know i shouldn't be saying it'll that. have like you know Makes holes it. like rats have already eaten through uh, moss, you know? sorry gerald i don't wear other people's clothes i have a hard enough time buying well, you didn't used... say any... you just said a I, sweater i have a hard enough time buying used vehicles let alone used clothes um well, you just said you would of your sweater. You would bet your sweater. You didn't say it was, you know. Yeah, I, but I didn't say I'd buy used sweaters at a garage sale. Come on. No, you just said you buy, a, you have, you give them a sweater that was. You're, 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 you, you blew off into a different stratosphere. Okay, I, I was just what, trying to see. What, I don't even know what you're talking about at this point. If you lost the bet, I was just seeing how despicable you I didn't are. even say anything about a bet. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's... You say you bet your sweater. Well, I no, I'm not talking about. It was supposed to be an expression. I guess I butchered it, but okay. I, I'm going to take a wild guess, and I'll bet my. I'll, I won't bet anything. That hello, saying if is if he wins, do you ship to the UK? Can you ship to the UK? I mean, of course, yeah, yeah. Do whatever. You, what would you like? You, you want a sweater delivered to the UK? <laughs> Anyways, so here's the thing. Sunday. Let's let's uh, let's just. <laughs> that's funny, Johnny. Uh, let's 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 pretty much assume that AD's not playing on Sunday. If we can come out with a win there and pray to the gods that AD just tweaked a little thing on his foot, he can be back for Monday's back to back in Phoenix. If you can steal that game, we are looking at a favorable week. I know Sacramento's good, but I feel like we're due to beat them in Sacramento. I'm just going to say this. I think that Jack in the Box is probably tired of giving away all those free tacos over the years. They just want the free advertising. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's not so free advertising because they pay. The only only good that those tacos were was was in college when you were dead drunk. You know what? I will always eat Jack in the Box tacos. No cheese, just Jack in the Box tacos. Yeah. No, no, those were very. Those came in handy during during so the college years when you were, when you didn't know where you were. Uh, I remember there was a Los Panchos at San Diego State, and then there was Jack in the Box, 
uh, tacos. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like Frings. I want them to bring bring back Frings. And if anybody out there is my age, you know what Frings are, and I'll leave it at that. I don't know what Frings are. I don't know what Fr- Frings are. French fries and onion rings in the same. Well, uh, doy, but I mean, doy. Oh, but... <laughs> but once again, it's the Lakers fast break. And also here today, coming in, uh, good man indeed. Long time, no see. Good to have him back. Hope he's feeling much better. It is a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out when he posts his five things articles at Lakerholics.com. It is a guy who will never be banned on our show like journalists are banned on Twitter. It is Jamie Sweet. Jamie. <laughs> I had to take a shot. It's irritating me to no end that guy. But why did you, ever, say, why did you ever join Twitter in the first place? It's a garbage sheet. It's, 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 it's a it's, it's a necessity. I don't use it very no, much. Just, no, I'm harmless no. on Twitter. I'm just actually harmless because I don't share my opinion on Twitter. I'm harmless. But my friend, great game. Great to have you here. Uh, you saw even with the life could have been sucked out of the air real quickly for the Lakers. Finding out AD was not going to come out there in the second half. Kind of looked like it was going in that direction until about late in the third quarter. The Lakers stayed close enough. All they needed to go ahead and do was get on a run. They finally did get on a good run late in the third quarter. And actually, they well, after getting a little bit cut down to like six to eight, LeBron came back in the in the game at seven point at seven minutes left. And really they kicked up in the high gear. Transition, transition, transition. This team excels. They're in the top five in pace, top five in transition in the league, and it shows. And when they can do that, when they can get out and run, they're a hard team to stop. I mean, any team in professional sport is is hard to stop. It, it you know, you know, you get a pass or a play downfield in football, it's going to be hard to stop. You know, you get a you get a breakaway uh, on in hockey, that's going to be hard to stop. Fast break in basketball, that's going to be hard to have to stop. When an offense breaks down or takes poor shots, and your defense is locked in, and you're rebounding the ball, which is the key part of transition, uh, then you know you're just you just gotta you gotta you got to embrace it. You can't, you can't let, you can't let past failures deter you from future success. If you let past failures deter you from future success, I'm going to move myself up. So that bar, so I can see who's talking on the bar. There we go. Uh, yes, says, oh, that's Johnny 2k6. After he said, uh, Yami Swoot is in the house. Five, five things thank, for Lakers fast break podcast. One star, one star, one star, one star. And last but not least, one star equals a five star review wherever you get your podcast i'm not sure does that mean we're all is that he's giving us only one star or or, or i don't you know one star a, because i did i, I one star times five that. which is oh five. Five i get one stars. star from boston celtics fans because it always says the lakers suck <laughs> you know that's that's that i can't help oh man then we all got it we all got to troll some boston celtics podcast and give yeah, them one suck. star just to show you how to do it yeah uh, so. That's my I mean, finger that's, of that's justice pointing right there. So, but I mean, yeah, the Lakers, you know, two Lakers thrive in transition. Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. They are at their best on the break in transition. Uh, they are not and will never be and really have never been excellent half-court players. They, you know, LeBron is better than Russ. There's no argument there. But LeBron's at his best on the break. Most most NBA players are at their best on the break. Uh and you know, I, I thought that I thought that what that well, you're correct that like you know halfway through the third quarter you were you know we were 
we weren't we weren't out of the game. No, we weren't out of the game, and we weren't playing like how the team would have played last year, which would have been like, ah, oh, this game's over. Let's let's let. What are we doing after this, guys? What are, where are we going? We go mini golf. Mini golf, everybody. Mini golf, great. We're going mini golfing, uh, or whatever they did after the game last season that that was not helping them. Did during you ever the go by the games. Castle Park mini golf down by the beach in, in Southern California? Be probably near Redondo Beach. Uh, no, 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 no. I know what you mean. No, yeah, I haven't been to that, that one. That place was huge when it was. It's open. huge. Yeah, okay. Well, it's, it's, now, it closed many years ago. No, now the huge place is in Irvine. Uh, okay. Okay. That place, that place goes off. All right, just, they had a huge arcade and huge, like four different oh, yeah. uh, mini golf courses. That was just oh yeah, insane. that's that's the kind of that's my favorite kind of place, man. I love those yeah. kind of places. Yeah, those but places unfortunately, still... it doesn't sustain money. So yeah, yeah, yeah well, especially in Calif- Southern California after the eight, after the eighties and nineties uh, heyday of arcades. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> I mean, why not Sorry. talk about that? It's just Sorry. it's gonna be as entertaining. Don't as give me start. Remember, I'm I'm you know. The pop culture cosmos. <laughs> you even dropped the voice in. Oh man! Pop <laughs> With the little heck. Cosmos. Like, I don't do what that. I don't you're do so, the Laker so... Tom lean in when I do that. that well, you got to do the side thing. That hurts yeah, my yeah. back when I do the Laker Tom lean in. So I can't. Yeah. No. No. You have no, a you goatee. Gotta... No, you gotta yeah. do. Yeah. You have a goatee. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been doing four shows with this goatee with him for now for days, and he finally oh, notices man. later on. I he didn't don't... even notice the tree. It took my, it took the whole people behind. It took, took our awesome Lakers chat room to know that I've got a, a Christmas tree. Literally. I mean, you're kind of hiding it in this shot. You're, one you're of my favorite. One of my there. favorite. Oh, there you go. That hey, looks great. There, there you go. go. One of my hey. favorite lines Oops. in in movies is. When Lumberg in Office Space is talking to the Bobs, <laughs> and they're trying to pump up Peter Gibbons, and and no one talks about this line, I, so I feel like I'm the only one. And Lumberg goes, "Hmm, yeah, I'm just not sure about that right now." <laughs> I've, I've said that line maybe a hundred thousand times, and no one on the planet knows what it's from. And that's just the easiest way to end yeah. a conversation. Yeah, I'm just not sure about that right now. <laughs> oh, I love that. The other is when people are like, "Oh, hey, do you want to like go and like meet these people?" And there's a great quote from Ben Stiller in Zoolander when he's, you know, he's like partied a little bit with the Jim Carrey character, uh, and now like Jim Carrey's trying to bring it up to another level, and uh, and and Ben Stiller goes, "Yeah, I don't have any room in my life for any new friends," and it's just so. It's so that's it's from so perfect. Cable Guy, not Zoolander. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. Cable Guy. Yeah, cable, and my then, bad. My bad. My and, bad. You're and, absolutely and, right. And another another line that only me and my buddy Vince have said and know know what it is really is there's a Ben Stiller doesn't get enough credit for being a phenomenal director. See what kind of mood oh. we're in when we're with it, the Lakers it's, win. It, he's got that side view where where Jim Carrey's like this. Yeah. You know, and he's like, so what are you trying to say? (laughs) And that's another line. If I hear something that's derogatory or combative, that's the best way to diffuse that argument. Me, Richard, I'm the class clown? Oh, that's cool. I like that. Uh, I don't want to be your friend. Right. I don't have any room (laughs) in my life. 
That's Matthew Broderick played the yeah. perfect square guy. The porno password in that movie was like, my God. I know people thought it was too dark, but uh, that is my kind of movie. That, no, Cable Guy with Jim Carrey, that is my kind of movie. Yeah. And I, I quote lines from that movie, 1990, what was it, 96? I Maybe still quote every day, every yeah. day. I right, close that movie in some way. To your face, and you try to put it over your face and go send it to the nets. <laughs> Jim Carrey is completely underrated. All right, actor, we're getting back to the imagine game. that he's still right. underrated in my book. Once again, it's the latest. Thank God. We're going to go back into my pop culture. Sorry, we'll go back to the Lakers. <laughs> Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It's it's Joe Soro, a.k.a. Oxide247. Yami Swoot is in the house, Jamie Sweet. Good to see so, you, Jamie. Jesus yeah, Christ. Great, great good, to see you. Thank you for guys. coming, man. No, no problem. Sorry. That's the end of the year, man. Back. I was hoping he wasn't too mad because I scolded him last time on a copy, uh, possible copyright infringement. I was like, oh, no, no, no. no. Listen, okay. listen, Tom's been throwing me side-eyed insults on the blog all year long about well, he how does my, that year my, lack of, my lack of support for all of his wacky trades. And then when it came out that Genie was like not looking to trade, he like kind of lost his gourd and was like, you know, he got a little, I'm just going to say he got a little childish and I called him out on a little bit and I haven't, I haven't perused the blog since just because I was like, you're in timeout, Laker Tom. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, do Fiverr for the game. But, uh, you know, listen, if it's not fun, if we're not enjoying, you know, getting, knocking each other down a peg or two and, and making fun of Gerald for his pop culture cosmos uh voice then i don't know why we're doing this uh because it's certainly not for the money big shout out to my good friend melinda barkhouse ross my friday show host for the pop culture she's cosmos. you guys are great together by the way i've listened to a couple of those i really enjoy i don't really listen she's to podcasts. terrific she has 20 years of radio in, in canada and i feel blessed that uh, actually i was able she was wanted to go ahead yeah she's this, smooth so. she's super yeah. smooth she's, yeah she's, 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 she's just incredible i just yeah. i appreciate it and and Josh, a fellow graduate of mine from National University, he and I have been doing it since 2016 on the Monday show. So, yeah, I'm truly blessed to have two great voices with me, like I have here today. Oh, that's not to say, geez Louise, what are you uh, I'm, I'm going to throw – I'm very blessed to have a whole bunch of great voices, whether it's the Magic I don't know Man, if I consider us to be great voices, but we're certainly Jamie great smartasses. Joe Soro. You know, I have people that <laughs> want to entertain. You know, we were talking about it earlier in the chat. Valuetainment. Joe is a valuetainment superstar. Right there. Ooh, so, yes. that's a, hey, that's heady praise. I like that. that was, I call him a legend. That, that, that was brought challenge. up to me in the chat. So kudos to the chat for doing that. But oh, I, we again, got the best chat, man. We got the absolute we do, best we chat. We do. But before we head on out, it is the Lakers fast break. Do you want to mention again, the Lakers did win again, just pulling away 126 to 108. I, I'm to, sorry. Wait, can I ask a question real quick? I'm sorry. Yes. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead and finish your tagline. Well, we don't know the status yet of AD. Uh, Joe is already convinced he will not play Sunday. Maybe um, Monday no. at Phoenix because the Lakers are at home on Sunday against the Washington Wizards and then on the road Monday at Phoenix. You think he I plays think, the next two games? I think, well, I think, A, they took an MRI. And I, this is what I think. This is completely speculative. I have no, please nobody go out into the universe and be like, oh, my God, this guy said, and he's on a show. And it's like really, really important information. It's just me blowing it out my blowhole. I think that he tweaked his foot. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw Joe's face after I said that. I think he tweaked his foot. Either he stepped on it. I mean, he had that play where, like, I think it was, like, middle of the second quarter, early second quarter, where 
he did something and he like hopped down the court for a little bit and then he seemed to be fine. He didn't seem compromised. He took shots, scored in the paint, played, you know, defense. He ran up and down for like the whole rest of the half. So it can't be an Achilles because he would not be able to run. It can't be it can't be debilitating enough. So I think it's either a plantar strain, a fasciar a plantar fasciatus issue, a heel issue, or they are, and this is what I believe, they are like you tweaked your foot, it's one game. Let's get an x-ray and an MRI right now so that we know as soon as possible what's going on, and then let's see how you feel tomorrow. And I'll bet that's what I don't know. I, you know, I'm not on Twitter, so there may be information out there that's super important that I haven't gotten to yet. Uh, but that would be my guess. Uh, that he tweaked his foot, felt it still at halftime. You know, trainer came up and said, "How's your foot?" And uh, I don't know. I feel it. All right, let's let's we're putting it on ice. We're getting the MRI. Let's start this process now so that we know sooner rather than later. That would be my guess. That would be your guess? That would okay. be my guess. Because he was, and the only reason I say that is because he was, it looked to me anyway, able to play. I don't, did, I mean, what do you guys think? Did you feel like after he did that little foot hoppy thing where he hopped for a couple of steps and then, you know, like he was doing some sort of weird Oktoberfest jig that then he, 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 he ran, he continued to play. He ran up and down the floor, shot, jump shot, shot in the paint, played defense. He didn't look to me like a guy who had suffered such a serious injury that he'd be out many days. Also, he missed two games with the flu, so. I'm, 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 I'm hearing that it wasn't serious from Darvin Ham. Okay. There, there is an MRI being done. and Right. That's I'm what gonna, you have to do. You have yeah, to do that. I'm going to say that they're, they are going to sit him out Sunday because I think they feel like they could win that game. And if there's nothing major – majorly you know affected i should say yes uh you might maybe see him in phoenix if we don't have him in phoenix that's a loss yeah and so you 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 i'm hoping that they're they're looking at that as dude if you don't play in phoenix we're toast i hope he's looking at it that way too i need to play in phoenix you know what i mean like i need to i need to back up the words i said a couple seasons ago where i was like oh they didn't deserve to be in the playoffs ahead of us they might be able to get away with it on sunday but not i agree i think joe's right i think you're both right that that that's if you're gonna burn a game with no ad you burn that one you burn that one yeah because there's iffy on porzingis coming back because he's had some back issues and if porzingis doesn't come back for that game then, well, you shake your head. No, Porzingis is. No, I mean, I, I was just thinking in my head, like, I mean, is it is it a Wednesday? Porzingis might be out. Well, he's been playing. He's been playing pretty consistently up until the. Yeah, but I mean, injury. a stiff, a st- like a like you know, stiff wind knocks that guy down, and he's out for yeah, eight years. Yeah, so you know, he doesn't I, have the most. Uh, no, he's not. He's not hard. Uh, I'd still like him on our team. We would be. I, would uh, I think it'd be no, a good addition. No, no, I, no. No. It's something no. also to look at. In terms of uh, Wimbenyama, Wimbenyama has a similar body structure I agree. as uh, Porzingis, so we want to we want to make sure that you know if that's the case, he even runs kind of like him. It's almost like a almost like a no. A, he runs so much smoother than than Porzingis. He yeah, like a, yeah. He 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 runs and he plays and he's athletic like a wing. 
That's that's I can't compare him to any center that I've seen. No, I I think you're with Vetwembanyana. You have to hope that he has the body trajectory that Giannis has. I, I and I don't. I'm going to be honest. I don't think Porzingis is serious enough about the game of basketball at, in the NBA. I think that he has an incredible skill set. I think that he, you know, great touch on his jump shot and all that sort of stuff. I don't think he takes his off-season training very seriously, and I think it's reflected in his injury history. It's pretty – for me, it's as simple as that. And I don't want – I would rather have gritty guys like we have now who take the game seriously, take it, take the jobs. It's a, it's a job, man. Take the jobs seriously. And all year round, I'm not talking about the 82-game season and now I'm going to go water ski in Bolivia or whatever people do in the summer in the NBA. But – I don't get that from Porzingis. I, I, I get that he considers it all to be a chore and not in some ways a privilege. You know, only I don't know if there's been 10,000 NBA players in the, in the history of the game. You know what I mean? You're part of an elite group of human beings who get to play. And this is true of any professional sport. You are part of an elite group of human beings, except maybe professional golf, uh, who, are like the top athletes of their era, whenever, whenever it was. And I, I, he just doesn't seem to embrace that. And, and, and I will say this in his defense, I've never paid much attention to him either. I, I saw his awesome workout video before he was drafted. I remember thinking it would have been cool if the Lakers had drafted him over Alonzo Ball. Uh, but I thought they were both kind of destined for multiple knee injuries because that's been their history since they started playing. And so that sort of thing typically doesn't go away. Uh, sorry, Greg Oden. Sorry, Brandon Roy. Sorry, Phil Walton. But, you know, those – you get a guy coming into the NBA and he's already had a knee issue, like in, when he was not an adult, you're rolling dice, man. You're rolling dice. I mean, yeah, there's precedent that it's worked out, but for uh, he's just so lanky. And to play – if they – whoever drafts Wembenyana, I hope they don't put him in the paint. I hope they say, here's the basketball – Go make plays because if they don't, they're doing the kid a, a, a disservice. That or you have to Kobe him, which won't happen. Which is develop for a year on the bench. We're not going to have people just knock you to the ground and beat you up. Uh, we're going to let you grow your body so that your body is an adult body when you go and play against adults. Who are well, that's strong. how they played him on the way. That's how they played him when uh, when and I that's saw what him they in Henderson. Uh, in that's Nevada what they here. should do. But yeah, the, he won't be on that nice Euroleague team that that caters to his every whim. It's going to be who knows who, with some you know. It's a whole different game in the NBA. It's a whole different game. He's got all the support in the world behind him for whatever he does on his little French team or wherever you know. Whatever he's, I, can, I don't know all the details about what it's, he's an amateur right now, as far as I'm concerned. So I don't, I don't really put too much stock in what amateurs are doing. They need to show it to me at the NBA level. Even though I do feel like the Euroleague game is caught up to the NBA in a lot of ways. I do want to, can I, can we go back to the real game that we worried about tonight? Yes, I want to give let's Coach Ham, I want to hear, I want to give Coach Ham props for a great scheme against Jokic. And the Lakers have had good defensive plans and schemes in place for the Joker every time we've played them this season. And that's extremely difficult to do because I consider him to be probably the smartest basketball player in the game right now. It seems like there's a little bit of a weird transition going on between him and Jamal Murray. Obviously they were missing uh, MPJ um, who I 
to be honest, I think is kind of overhyped, but I thought every possession down, we made it very difficult for Jokic to get into his comfort zone, get into his sweet spots. He's really good when you just stand there, when you let him stand there and kind of hold the ball and let the team kind of run around while he waits for some kind of opening or another and exploits that opening. And we applied pressure to him consistently and constantly throughout the entire game and forced him to make quick, uncomfortable decisions. And it it worked out to our advantage. I thought he had kind of a below average game for him. And the last thing I'll say before I, you know, before we close it up, I guess, about this Laker team right now is that I'm not going to lie. I have really grown to like this Laker team exactly as it is right now. I was, I was, you know, at some point today, my coworker and I, we always, we talk a lot of basketball and uh, I've tried to get him to come on the show, but he's like, ah, and I'm like, you'd be great. You'd be, you'd be fantastic. What do I know? You know, just as much as me, but on paper, this team is terrible. We all talked about it all summer long and all preseason long. And during the two and 10 stretch about how, There's just not enough pretty players on this team, guys who can score, guys who can shoot the three, the pretty stats, and myself included, myself included. And what I think none of us saw or expected either was how gritty this team is. This team has no business pulling off some of these comebacks. And if we had made two free throws in two separate games, our record would reflect the effort which I don't think it does right now. I don't think our record reflects the effort this team puts forth on a nightly basis right now. I think, and I know I see that look you gave me, Gerald, like, what are you talking about? Like, this isn't... No, I'm I was saying, saying it based off of what somebody in the chat room said. He said, uh, allegedly, there's a pic of AD riding on a luggage cart to his car because he couldn't walk on his foot. So, you know, keeping the pressure off his foot. I, you know, I don't know. I, I hope that's not the case. If that is the case, that maybe means like three, four, five, six weeks out. So then the question comes for those of us who are addicted to the NBA trade machine or whatever trade machine he is. Does that start the uh, AD trade uh, gear rolling? Since technically, uh, if he's gone, I don't see the Lakers as having any hope at all whatsoever to do much of anything ever. Yeah, this this feels more fragile than normal. Usually he gets rolled into or somebody hits him with a steamroller and he's out for the season. But this time it seemed like he jumped up and down. And that that's what was worrisome to me about it originally. It's like he jumped up and down, hopped around. We're now going to golf right here. Yeah, I'm looking at the – I'm like, well, speaking of golf, <laughs> Johnny 2K seeks – stay on topic, man. Stay on topic. And thanks well, for – Well, somebody problem. mentioned in the chat that no, know, golf know, is yeah. a harder – game to master than you would might imagine I, I agree on that assessment but getting back to the lakers no uh, no i don't to- every every sport is hard to master that's 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 belittling like uh, okay let's see uh let's see somebody throw a, a, a an 80 i didn't mile say any other pass. sport was hard to master i just said golf was a sport that's hard to master it's easy to play i thought he said it was hardest the hardest sport to master but maybe uh, i misheard if that. he did then uh, i don't know about that i think he said one of the hardest one the thing with golf the thing with golf that separates the pros that separates the pros from, let's say, the really good, just everyday players is shot making. The, the, yeah. the pros can get that ball five feet from the hole consistently, whereas yeah. a, let's say, a one handicap type can get the ball on the green, but it's nowhere near the the pin. That's the difference. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I agree. I, I mean, the intricacies of golf and the relationship between player, club, and ball is one of the more fraught with error sport combinations that exist out there. Uh, I will certainly admit to that. But I mean, it's hard to master a jump shot. It's hard to master passing a football. It's hard to master throwing a baseball. You know, it's hard to master, you know, the 405 freeway on a bad day. Like, you know, life is hard to master, man. You can't fact, go, you yeah. can't master going five miles an hour on the four hundred five going. So everybody sees you. I like I, I prefer eight as a minimum. Okay. Min- I'd rather not live in L.A. How about that? I can master I used not to do living it in every L.A. Every single day, the one ten parking I, lot I to like the four hundred five going. You, you need to master not living in L.A. like you did. You moved to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. I like L.A. Lots to do here. Well, I uh, I, I love Southern California. I wish I would have yeah. been able to stay, but you know it's a cost of living unfortunately yeah. Yeah, just uh you know i had to make some financial choices back in the 90s and i'm glad i'm here so yeah but I again, say, I you don't miss- regret your choices do you gerald <sighs> only when i said yes to both you and joe soro coming on the air <laughs> but Dang. need i digress no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding once again oh, no, joe, look at joe's face it was like just for that <laughs> all right let's get on out of here but before we do joe yeah just ready to smack me joe any last thoughts on the game i mean tomorrow on sunday tomorrow we're going to find out about ad sunday of course is the game against washington we don't expect to have ad there at the least if not more any thoughts on on what the lakers need to do if uh, out for an extended period of time i i it it, it was after what happened in that celtic game the fact that they came back in the next game and bounced back yeah was very very gratifying yeah it was gratifying because i i didn't talk about it a lot after the game against boston because i was so distraught i'd say that was probably one of the most depressing regular season losses i can remember um i think i i think i remember the last one it was detroit the last game kwame brown played it before we traded for gasol (laughs) I remember yes. that Detroit game. I only watched parts of it, but that was a depressing game. That was probably the last memory I had of a depressing regular season game uh, because it was just one of those where your hope, you're like, you're at the, you've got prime Kobe and you have Lamar Odom in his prime and you have certain, you have Phil Jackson as your coach and you have these things. It's just like this one guy just won't let you try to compete. And then, you know, Things changed in this situation. It, it just it was. How do you lose a thirteen point lead with three and a half minutes left? At, at the end of the day, you can sit there and blame AD for missing free throws and the Lakers team being off kilt and Russell Westbrook being crazy. You can't lose a thirteen point lead in three and a half minutes. You can't. Just, you just can't at home. Yes, you, you can't at home. You can't. And that, at the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, when you let the dust settle and you're sitting down on the crapper or on the couch or on the in the car, you're like, why? Why would you? Why can't you guys devise a plan to hold a 13 damn point lead at home with three and a half minutes left? For God's sakes, just run the clock out and give them the ball eight five times, and you're still in the lead. I really could just imagine he's having that whole monologue on the crapper right now. Like, why? <laughs> you, you know, you all of you on here know you've done <laughs> like 
that. <laughs> Gerald, I had to do it. It just made too no, much sense. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Just like the 13 point lead, you could have done something. I've got a market 107. Okay. There <laughs> I made sure I stopped so you can edit it. Uh, no, why would you edit it? It's brilliant. It's great timing. I have to bleep it for the audio audience. Uh, yes. What? So it doesn't. <laughs> so our show does not become e- explicit for podcast listeners. Oh, is that all you're worried about? Let's let's up it to explicit, baby. No. Let's get... <laughs> no. I don't know that Gerald likes the darn. I need and all the, the audience I can and get. the shucks. Well, well two shoes it, for you. I, I well, if we ever want to market this as a radio show. I get show, it. I get it. I get it. I'm with you. The thing is, I, I've always been a serious satellite radio guy, and even those guys can't really, really curse, even though it's not bad. Hello, says he's six and a half. Can we not? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> is it me you're looking for? Hello, hey, hello, hello. Shout out to the UK. Well, the funny thing hello. is about hello is I said hello, hello, and then he wrote back hello, hello. Well, before, before he, he we said hello to himself. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. Hey, Lakers fans, looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers, well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Before I forget, I, I had a great idea it, to extend on the golf conversation before we head on out. Okay. You know, on top of the Lakers convention idea I came up with, I want to go ahead and say we need to add a Lakers fast break golf tournament on top of that. There you go. Absolutely. I think that that would be awesome. Just stack the two as part of a weekend. I don't know where you're going to do it here in Vegas. How often do you guys play golf? Me, I, I, I wish I could play more. I was supposed to play today, actually. Okay. But my schedule got really nuts, and I, I ended up just you know, going to a restaurant. And, Are you like know, a once a week guy, or twice a month? I wish. I my goal, I actually have a triathlon idea. You you guys tell me if this is out of whack. Because okay. we're um, on crazy ideas here. At the being yeah. being in Southern California, you could probably do this. I, I actually I know you can. It's just that you need to devise it. You need to prepare for it. So I have an idea on a triathlon, and it could be what's a what's a four. What's what do you call a four? Was it a quadathlon? Like, how, what's the word for four? A quadathlon. Let's say a quadathlon. I'll get to that in a second. Quadathlon. Okay, quadathlon. There you go. Okay, so my initial, what I'm gonna do this before I die. It's a bucket list thing. I am going to surf in the morning. Surf. Hour and a half is usually when I would start to really get tired. Early. Surf. Then surf. get to the car right away. Go play 18 holes. Okay. I'm probably going to need a cart. I'm probably going to need a cart here, especially where where I'm at in Southern California. No, 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 no. I I have to because I need to get it done quick. No cart. No. Already it's out of whack. But Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. Let's say it takes four hours to walk. I'll walk fast. Exactly. That's Okay. So now four hours. It's a quadrathon. Four hours. Now I got to get the big bear before it gets dark. 
Oh, you got plenty ski. of time to rest in the car. And okay. ski. Right. Surf, ski. And ski. Surf, golf, ski. Okay. Surf, golf, ski. And then the fourth one, I didn't think about until years later. I'm like, how about I play? Because you could play basketball in a gym after that at night. So doing all four in one day. <laughs> well, I, okay. My only problem Johnny with Johnny 2K6, is... you can do a cart, but only use a seven iron. <laughs> I know that. Look, too. man, I use I a seven iron. It's one of my favorite movies. I use a seven iron pretty much, even on sandwich stuff, because I like to get the ball. I like to get the ball rolling to the iron's classic, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with the driver seven and putting. (laughs) Let's let's clarify. After on on the same weekend that we're no, no, same day. day. No, this is all in one day. 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 Hold on, that's Lakers fast break golf. Hold on, Lakers fast break convention and golf tournament on that weekend. We'll also be doing the annual Joe Soro quadrathlon. <laughs> I think that sounds better. Come. Okay, quadrathlon. And that is uh, surfing, surf, <laughs> golf, ski, ski, basketball. Basketball in the same day. And then <laughs> hospital for Joe right after. Right. <laughs> No. No, then we go to Sizzler to celebrate. No. No. Yeah, right no. Next to the forum. Hey, Done. hey, hey. Next to the forum. Gerald, Done. Gerald, I did the Santa I, I did the uh, Catalina run. How long uh, are you with a ski? What was it? Six months ago. How long are you skiing for? I got the crap beat out of me in that with those wakes. Yeah, that's a good question. How long are you skiing for if you're a big bear? Probably an hour or two. Because I gotta get I gotta get the thing going. So it's going to be two an hour, let's say hour of uh, hour to hour and a half of surfing, four hours of golf, and let's say an hour to two hours of skiing, and then at I that think, point, okay, how much basketball is left in you? I, I think I'll be fine. Okay. I think I'd be fine. No, I'd be fine. Honestly, are you, I'd be fine. Are you starting? Or are you coming off the bench? No, no, no. I'm I'm starting. It it would work. I can make it happen. I can do it. <laughs> okay, I've first off, okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna critique this. Uh, uh, logically, all right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, I, I'm gonna assume that it could happen. The type of thing, uh, those type of things are usually races of some sort. So I think you might want to refine it and find a sport complex that has a wave pool, a golf course, a ski simulator facility or mountain but that's fake mountain. that's faking it you need what to go the that's, legit way listen, you're, you're adding a drive from santa monica to big bear. no 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 no. it would be from del mar to big bear which is not that far away it's three hours and you're hoping it snows and so i'd start surfing somebody's big rig doesn't turn over surfing at i'd start surfing at six Let's say I go an hour surfing, okay? Then I get to the golf course by 8. I'm on the first tee at 8. I go until noon. Then I got a van. As soon as I'm off 18, I get in the van, start getting ready to get to the mountain. I get there around, let's say, 3 o'clock. Ski for I'll, 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 I'll race you. Joe, I will race you. I will race you through this whole thing. And I don't even know how to surf, but I will race you. I'm going to give it a shot. As soon as I have uh, that... The resources and the time to do that, I'm gonna. That's gonna be an attempt that I'm gonna do. And then after that, playing basketball like ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night, however that ends up turning out, that's fine. I, I wouldn't mind doing that. Again, I've done the Catalina ski run, guys. I I got the. If it wasn't for my, you know, years of lifting weights, I think my arms would have fell off because I tried to. When I was when I was holding on to that thing, that thing was powerful too. One of my buddies let me rent one, uh, 
let me roll with one of their their, their really like high end skis. Is there any I mean, risk of being eaten by a shark? Hello no, 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 not at all. You I, 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 when you're on. having fun, guys, yeah. when you're having fun, your mentality's different. I don't know. I if came back, true. but I've, I've again, like I said, I've in my life when it came to physicality, whether it was working out, sports, whatever, act, uh, sporting activities. It's it's your body is, is conditioned. It's kind of like muscle memory. I didn't I didn't come back. You're talking from Long Beach to Catalina. It's a two to three hour run, right? Yeah. So I you're going there. Powerful engine. Yeah, you're going there, and I'm, again, I couldn't go past because this is the first time I ever did that run. I, Thirty miles an hour was my max. My 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 buddies were going like 50, 60 miles an hour. I'm like, guys, I can't go faster than this because i feel like i'm gonna fly 80 right. feet in the air i just couldn't do it so with that though was my 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 forearms i mean i was just it well, was yeah, like constant the, pressure the for ocean, two and a half ocean, to three hours yeah the ocean is not smooth and i came back and that was two hours in to three yeah. hours two and a half hours three hours back and i got home that day and i was like wow I'm, i don't feel like my arms are sore so yeah, I would. I, my one critique, Joe, is it's not really a race, so I don't see how you can call it a quadrathlon. So you need to maybe re. I, I think it's as simple as a rebrand and just call it the Joe Soros Four completely unrelated sports competition against himself. Hello, says Mr. Ox. You should. You sound pretty passionate about this. I would take <laughs> the job to chase the truth. Or, you, mean, just, you mean you want him to sell his? Just sell his random, sell it's just blades. a random look. Sell it's just it's just a random fun thing. I'm not trying to go. I'm not going to go do a GoPro and go, bro, I'm doing the triathlon. You should definitely do that. Streaming. No, you should definitely do that. Will, That's I'll fine. The first I will go down. I'll tell you what. I, I got go a GoPro. Jamie I'll, and I will record mine. it all. I will record no, I'm competing against him. I've already said I'm going to compete okay, against then him. Then I'll record you both. Yes. Okay. okay. We, we are going to do that in the future, guys. In the near future, I'll get ready. I'll live stream it to Lakers Fast Break. Get ready. I mean, I might get, get eaten by the shark because I'm a terrible sport. I'm not afraid of sharks. But hello, uh, we'll be I'm afraid of sharks. Yeah. I'm not afraid or of sharks. Or Valuetainment, as he came I, up with earlier. Valuetainment. I, yeah, uh, I, don't, I, I, I like sharks. You have a sweater, like... Joe. <laughs> yes. A joke from earlier. I'll have I a sweater, but it's not going to be I, from I, a garage sale. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. What's wrong with I don't wear other sweaters. people's clothes. <laughs> You say that. Joe, Joe somebody tried it on the store AD before. I, I just, it's, the, it's just not, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just not sure about that right now. <laughs> well, we've been talking golf. We've been talking sweaters. And oh, by the way, the Lakers did win, pulling away once again. Great win tonight. Just great win for the Best Lakers. Yeah, it was. Best win of the season because of how it could have gone. I'd say the Milwaukee win. I, I think yeah. that was more definitive. Okay. Yeah. I would say it deserves. That deserves one of these, G. Good job. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I'd say the you so know, this would be that... the second most definitive win of the season. <laughs> I know Mark Jackson was saying that on on tonight's show, but I disagree with him. I'd say the Milwaukee win is, is that much more special because it's on the road. The Lakers were not in as good a shape, uh, you know, with with their whatever was going on. I, I think that uh, they were really unsure about themselves as a team. I think they're a little bit yeah. more. I think they know themselves a little bit more now since that road trip about who they are and what they can do. That's fair. Uh, I'm still not happy about when the Lakers fans shout MVP at Austin Reeves, you know, <laughs> give me a break on that, but you Whatever. know, it's fun. Uh, I will fun. say though, again, it's the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to us the yes. entire way. 
for everything that we talked, all Lakers and not so much Lakers. We're just having a good time here. You know we're in a good mood when we're talking. We're fun guys. Yes, when we're talking we're surfing. Hey, we have fun. When we're, when we're talking quadrathlons and, and, and Qua- surfing and golf and sweaters and, uh, you know, conventions. You know, when we're talking all that, oh, hello says you lads are underrated. Uh, alternate oh, shows you. are blah, 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 blah. Thank well, you. hopefully yeah, right. our blah, 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 blah is entertaining. Or valuetaining. Valuetainment. That's what we're all about. We're all we're expert blatherers. For for value. That's what we're all about. Valuetainment. That's the key word of the day. If we do a radio show, will I be allowed to sip a beverage? Yeah. I don't see why. As long as you're not advertising it, I don't think. Well, you'll notice that I often don't show the label. I don't care. The the blue moon? Nope. Oh. Oh. Okay, I love a good, I won't say I love the good, name on the, to our audio. Nancy Schmancy. I love yeah. a good pilsner. I love a good pilsner. What can you're, I say? You're moving up in the world. I can see. I don't know Am the I? difference. Oh, you, yeah. Ale, lager, pilsner, stout. You, you, no, no, not you, even you, a little bit. You, you yeah, I, I agree, Johnny. That that game was so special because yeah, no, no turnovers. And, yeah, that game was. Just, I don't know what red, black, white, or blue is. I'm going to say you saw color blindness is real, America. Get it. I'm going to say. Let me say this defense. Definitely. You saw the best of this Lakers team in this current form that Jamie's talked about in this current roster. You saw the best of that team in that Milwaukee game. And I don't think it can get any better than that. I really don't think, you know, that's the best you're going to get. And it did happen to beat one of the best teams in the NBA on the road. And I think that's something that you can take a lot away from it. And tonight's game, you can take a lot away from as well. Can we keep it rolling? That's going to be tough. We'll wait and see. Tomorrow, I will go ahead and retweet whatever the decision is on Anthony Davis's foot and the speculation whether or not he does another x-ray, MRI, whatever the extent is, however they evaluate it, we'll see. I have a feeling that Joe is right. He will not be owing any sweaters and that probably AD will probably sit out on Sunday against Washington. Which will oh, be man, I missed day. you betting a sweater. Yes, earlier, yes. And I said that Joe would probably go, if he had to go ahead and cough up a sweater, he would just go to the nearest garage sale and just pick a, you know, the first you know, moth eaten uh, he would find. Now it all makes sense. Then you definitely have to make it like one of those old, very light grandma sweaters that you would actually never be caught dead in uh, because that would be... Uh, Johnny 2K6 says that only Congress How about, how about, makes how about this? How about this? How about this? I'll, I'll, wear, I'll wear one of those Lloyd Christmas turtlenecks. Yeah, dumb and dumber. Yes, I'm all into that. You, you know, know Johnny, he is probably still in Toronto traffic after attending as you know the lecture. Oh yeah, yeah. yes, of Lakers history one hundred and one. <sighs> so hopefully, if you didn't get a chance Whoa. to check it out, please do so. It was a great class, by the way. Everybody was great. the The classroom was great. Professor Grice and Professor Soru, uh, they were yeah. they were great. Professor Soru was great. Professor that's Grice some, was great. Yeah. Some, that's some that's some yeah. traffic. If you want to hear more Toronto, about eh? our thoughts on the Vlade. Devon's Kobe Bryant trade and how that affected the Lakers franchise. Please go ahead and check out the previous episode. But yeah, guys, it's been a great time. Tomorrow, again, we'll find out and I'll retweet that at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter. Hopefully, I will also be able to post that on Lakers Fast Break on Facebook. So please like that page as well. You can also check out this video. If you're not on YouTube for some reason, you haven't subscribed already, you'll get the latest notifications when you do. But if you're somewhere else like Facebook, Twitter, or at the Lakerholics group on Facebook. You'll be able to see this there as well. But guys, before we head on out, any last thoughts? Uh, because next time around, it's Sunday for against Washington. 
bring this effort. Yep, I agree. This was the number one win for the role players. They came yeah. through when yep. they needed to. So if you wanted to pick best game of the year, yes, when it came to the secondary Thomas, role players. And obviously Thomas Bryant came Thomas through. Thomas Bryant was dominating for a yes. while. Yes. Nobody would have picked Thomas Bryant to outplay Nikola Jokic if you said, no matter what criteria you put before them. Uh, you know, if, oh no, Jokic is going to dominate, like, because he should. But Thomas Bryant outplayed him. Thomas Bryant outplayed the Joker. And that's great for him, great for the Lakers. Couldn't be happier. Absolutely. Big shout out to Penny, my cat, who always catches us if he's not here live with us on the team replay. So I know he'll go ahead and catch us on the team replay. So I wanted to always give, as one of our longtime viewers, him a big shout out. Also as well, uh, wanted to go ahead and let everybody know we truly appreciate everyone out there that follows us wherever you can. Can't thank so much always for going ahead and supporting us anytime you can. Please go ahead and continue to do so right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Chris Lee, who's on our Facebook, thanks so much for joining us on Facebook. Jordan, also as well, great to have you there as well. Thank you so much for doing so. Joshua Dietz, our super fan on Facebook, big shout out to you as well. But you have been our you super fan on Facebook, Josh. How Dietz. is Laker Tom? I last spoke to him on this past weekend. I know he was still coming back to, around to shape as far as his illness. I know you talked to him more because he insults you more than I do. That's I'm number two on his insult list. It's, You're number it's just one. His so passive aggressiveness it? towards my uh, his passive aggressiveness toward my lack of enthusiasm that a trade yes. is going to happen. And I'm still yeah, so. completely unenthusiastic that a trade is going to happen. So don't don't. So how is he? So how is he doing? He's good. He's fiery. He's you know he's pissed that there's no trades happening, which I don't understand why one would get so worked up uh, about it. But because it's not for two reasons. One, I would challenge people to name other than the Pau Gasol trade a midseason trade that has completely altered a franchise's trajectory. Jamie, that's why you need to be here every day. <laughs> I keep saying this, but I, I, I everyone's I, like, "What about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? What about no, you know, happened over the summer? Happened like, over the summer? Pay attention, no, pay attention, pay attention to, to what I'm saying. Stop thinking season trade that completely even, even, altered the franchise's course. That trade altered the NBA for yeah. five years. Yeah, agreed. We've five. now become a thing, Joe." Five Joel Sorofers. Star five, reviews. Five things like that. You get your point. <laughs> Wherever you get your. I, I love the fact that Johnny Two K Sixes blend us into a Joel Sorofer. That was my name when I hosted the show. Joel, isn't that Superman's Joel Sorofer? Oh, that's right, because he checked out that episode last recently. Yeah, he did, and he commented on it. Yeah, I remember. Johnny remembers. That, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He checked it out. After Johnny's a digger. Don, Johnny yeah. digs into the archives. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, he, he's so much appreciated. So Again, are you a vinyl support... fan, Johnny? Are you like he's a big contributor on Lakers ball? Yes. Nice. Uh, Johnny, come by, the, to... come by Lakerholics, man. We, 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 we Hello, out in the biggest... UK. Thank you so much for joining us as well. Of course, Johnny Two K Six, Zangerstein. You've been incredible, Rodney. Thank you. I know you've been working hard. You and Richard, long hours. Richard said he was doing a sixteen-hour day. What? You know what? When we, you Welcome guys to the club, baby. Welcome to the club. After a long day of work and you come home to us to watch yeah. us, 
you know Much that is that's a big compliment to us as well. We truly. And I wish I could it. find you a union a union job so that yes. that, that doesn't happen because that's, hello, that's, that's another one. Okay, one twenty five. I got to go ahead and check. Yeah, okay. There's another one. So that's two. I got to. Oh, what? What? Oh, did I swear just now? Yes, you did. Excuse but that me. was a quick one. It was a quick one. It's like under the radar. <laughs> very quick. If you missed it. That's Thank just how I talk it. in life, man. I, I really have to. I have to turn on a filter when I come. No on worries. The show. No worries. That radio offer is dead though. But. God <laughs> which Marcel, means we're going explicit baby oh yeah marcel thanks for appreciated so much no that's why they got a dump button the Lenny, cream of the crop rises to the top baby oh yeah thanks so much. great great comments by you appreciate everyone as far as being part of it of course zangerstein always thank you so much for being part of it howard hill as always thank you so much cb cb with some great stuff earlier in the chat you guys and gals are the best Lakers chat room anywhere out there. Lakers Nation has got nothing on yeah. you. And I, I'd like to say that I now feel bad about swearing because we do have a six-and-a-half-year-old here listening to the show. Yes, so. from the UK. I know. I've, I'm sorry, England. I should be better. And I, I'd like to say that since you are in England, I blame you for all of America's problems. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> now you just ruined our entire I, I could see the Apple podcast where they show me the demographics or excuse me, on Anchor. <laughs> And I can see, like, they're there one day, and all I the can. audience is gone the next day. It's like they, they show you in the de- they show you like in the whole you know country by country. They got the I picture can, of the man. country and how much I they can. do. I can see all of a sudden now there's barren space now for for listenerships in the UK after that. My Thanks sister so actually just came back from London, and I I have been to London, and I I I enjoyed the city very much. I had everybody there is tremendous, and I was just way to try to make up for it. You just lost our entire UK. Audience. I will say there's one fan who I just can't. Really appreciate it. some guy greg out there in ohio he doesn't know how to park we're in a park greg we're in a park pretend like it's a city okay fair enough indeed but great to have you back my friend once Thank again you. it's yummy swoot in the house jamie sweet go ahead and check out his five things articles it'd be a cheery article for once at yeah. lakerholics.com well kind of mostly. mostly mostly i mean ad got okay. hurt okay until laker tom rips it apart in the comments but no once he's again, usually pretty well yeah yeah, doesn't matter. Absolutely. It's 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 inconsequential. Hello says four star review for that comment. <laughs> I I you know what? That's being that's that's traditional uh, English kind of thing. <laughs> Hello says we got he's gonna go. He enjoy lads. I have preschool starting soon. Pip pip right. cheerio and all that rubbish. I thought this was a preschool, but you know, I mean I digress. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. If you have any questions for us at Lakers Fast Break mm. on Twitter course right there in the comments on youtube and facebook and of course lakers fast break at yahoo.com so for joe sorrow jamie sweet this is gerald glassford once again the lakers do win 126 to 108 and again we will be updating you on the status of anthony davis tomorrow so stand by at lakers fast break on twitter and lakers fast break on facebook but we will be back for the post game for the game against Washington. The game itself starts at 6.30. We'll be on after right around 9 p.m.-ish, right around there, Pacific time. Of course, right here, yeah, it's right around-ish, right there. It depends on how quick or how, you know, not so quick the game ends. And after that, of course, on Monday, the Lakers head over to Phoenix. That's at a 6 p.m. starting time. Just want to let you know, they played two games in less than 24 hours. Can they do it? Can they come away with two wins? We'll find out. Johnny Tukes. Oh my gosh. 
Four pounds equals 4.86 USD, so four stars equals 4.86 stars, equals five stars. Hey! hey. Oh, there, there you go. I like cheers, your style, Mr. Johnny. Cheers, yeah. Mr. Gerald. Appreciate it. Again, cheers, Mr. Joe, as well. Thanks so much for joining us right here. And once again, we'll be back on Sunday after the game, being the best in value-tainment right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.